0: Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On this episode, this new jet may be the most important first flight in decades. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. Building commercial airplanes, well, it's a tough way to earn a living. Despite uncertain economics, frequent airline bankruptcies, fuel price shocks, and ever increasing government regulation, airframers have spent a century improving the product. Now, a few aircraft have proved to be inflection points in aviation technology, airplanes that changed the very nature of passenger flight services. In the 1930s, this airplane, the Douglas DC-3, created the modern airline industry with a combination of high capacity for its day and sensible operating economics that kept it in the air for decades. Some are still in service today for cargo use. In the late 1950s, this airplane, the Boeing 707, created what we now know as the industry with high-speed flight over oceans and across continents at stratospheric altitudes, pressurized and above the weather. And a decade later, this airplane, the Boeing 747 used its enormous capacity to reduce seat mile costs to the point that air travel became affordable for millions worldwide. And this airplane, the Airbus A300, represented the first credible non-US competitor in the global airliner market and launched the era of wide-body twins that is still the standard today. And now, just last month, there is this, the first flight of the Comac C919 airliner. Unlike those other aircraft, the 919 doesn't break new technological ground, or fly higher, or faster, or carry more people than its competition. But it's highly significant for one reason. It is designed and built in China. The aircraft, which can be configured to seat between 158 and 168 passengers, can be ordered with a range of between 4,000 and 5,500 kilometres, about 2,400 to 3,300 miles positioning it as a competitor to both the Boeing and Airbus cash cow programs, the 737 MAX, and the A320 series. A decade in development, the C919 program was slowed by Trump administration sanctions on technology transfer. According to the Washington DC-based Center for Strategic and International Studies, an estimated 60% of the aircraft components are supplied by U.S. companies. So what makes this jet special? The C-919 is important not for its technical specifications, but because of the market it's intended to serve. COMAC predicts that the Chinese airliner fleet size will reach 10,000 aircraft by 2040 and will represent 22% of the entire world's passenger aircraft fleet. This will make China the world's largest single aviation market, and over the next two decades, Chinese operators will take delivery of about $1.4 trillion worth of equipment. They estimate that two-thirds of those airliners will be in the C-919, 737, A320 single-aisle category. But will Chinese and global airlines order this aircraft in quantity? The U.S., Europe, and China regard airliner manufacturing as essential strategic industries, and domestic Chinese carriers currently operate mainly Boeing and Airbus equipment. Both Boeing and Airbus have completion and final assembly facilities in China, but it remains to be seen if there will be political pressure from Beijing on domestic carriers to purchase Chinese product. In the current U.S.-European duopoly, engineering excellence is only one factor driving aircraft sales. Subsidies and government-supported financing are major factors, so it's reasonable to expect that global customers may find favorable terms from the Chinese company and government. And with engines and avionics primarily U.S. sourced, maintenance and operations should be attractive to airlines currently operating Boeing and Airbus equipment. The C919 is China's first world-class offering in the major airliner market, but the company is also working on a Sino-Russian joint venture to produce a twin aisle wide widebody called the CR929, initially aimed at the Chinese and Russian markets. It's unclear at this moment if sanctions against Russia, which impact Russian operators of Boeing and Airbus aircraft, will accelerate the CR-929 program, but the C-919 is aimed at the enormous single-aisle twin-jet market that has been owned by Boeing and Airbus for a quarter of a century. Is there room for three major airframers in the global market? We're soon going to find out. Well that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.